0: Uh, Romans chapter 8, let's do verse 14. It says, um, where are you now? For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you do not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption by who will cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit. That we are children of God. Spirit Himself bears witness the Spirit, and we are the children of God. We have been talking about um, the leading of the Spirit by the inward witness. And uh, let me uh, proceed by first saying this. Yeah. We can never outgrow listening to, studying, hearing messages on the Leading of the spirit. Why? Because it is a practice that is going to stay with us in our lives. Okay, that's why every year spend time studying this, you know, as a reminder, as a means of sharpening ourselves, and all that. So today I'll just delve into what we have for today. I want us to consider the issue of facts and the inward views. the issue of we live in a natural world, even though the Bible says that we are not of this, world, right? But we are in this world. Okay. And there are, We are creatures of influence. Just follow me. We are creatures of influence. We are influenced by knowledge. We are influenced by people. We are influenced by information. Okay? For example, if your body starts to develop malaria symptoms depending on people. Some, you know, like my, uh, like uh, one of the ways you know, when she starts to feel heat in her down her spine, you know, very strange. That was the first person that I would, I would hear, you know, uh, has such a symptom to show that she has malaria or something but malaria is stuck in her body so we have different symptoms like that now those things are facts the symptoms are facts in our body and then what usually happens is that we 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 take decisions on the basis of those facts our decisions as to what to do with our body at that point in time, right, is based, our decisions are taken based on available facts. We are trained to think facts. For example, as a scientist, they'll tell you, you should bring empirical evidences to prove your hypothesis. Or your theory, or to prove that this thing is correct. So, our minds are naturally trained towards facts. Our minds are naturally trained towards facts. Then, let me give you another example. You know, sometime last week, uh, I think there was a, an uproar. The, there was uh, there was a chaotic situation in Ojota area of Lagos and uh, think uh, some people uh, had a clash with policemen and a few, one or two people were killed and then uh, someone sent a message via WhatsApp, oh, please avoid jota area and nah, nah, all nah, nah, nah. that, the place is chaotic, is in a chaotic situation and maybe you wanted to travel to Ikorodu." For example, you know, and you had planned your journey that you were going to go through a Jota. Now, that fact that came to you as a as a, as a, as an information will help you, right? Will will affect your decision as to whether you should go or not, and if at all you are going to go, you know. You 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 make your decision based on the advice given. that, Oh, please find alternative routes. So, facts are things are information that we get in the natural, and for the most part of the time, they are uh, 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 they are valid. Praise the Lord, they are valid, and we make decisions based on them. Companies make decisions based on researches, based on facts that emanate from researches. For example, a company that, that makes poor researcher will end up, most likely, will end up in trouble. Amen. So, let me say this. God, or rather facts, are not enemies of the supernatural. natural facts and supernatural facts and the supernatural right in decision making should not be at variance with one another hallelujah is not designed to be at variance with one another hallelujah so how then therefore do i handle facts praise the Lord. How then do I do facts when it comes that the inward witness is supernatural? 1 John chapter 5 verse 10 says anyone that has a son has the witness in himself. The Spirit of God bears witness with our spirit. And that's the way we are led. Hallelujah. Now, how do we marry these two? Remember our definition of our definition or description of the inward witness. We said it is the reaction of your spirit to information or facts that are exposed to it. Which means that there will be no inward witness without any information being ex- exposed to your spirit. The inward witness is like uh, is like a scanner. You know, the, as the scanner at the airport, those of us who have traveled, right? Maybe it's the uh, international flights. When you want to, Going, they will tell you to scan even local flights too now. You know, you they will tell you to put your your bag right in the scanner, pass it through a scanner, a scanning machine, and then you yourself you go pass through a scanning machine like, like a door door like scanning machine, right? It's to scan you now if, for example, you are wearing your belt, right, or you are carrying, or you have your phone with you, that scanner will react when you pass through it. It will beep. Okay? Now, it's beeping is not telling us that you have a phone specifically. It's just telling us that there is something in your body that ought not to be so that will now help the uh, officials right to check you that's what the inward witnesses if you don't have anything on you that is that will cause it to beep you pass through hallelujah if it beeps that's a stop sign stop and check if it doesn't beep that's a green light Praise God. But information or facts have to be exposed to it. Amen. Now, when we want to, when we need to make, you know, it's not every time that we have to make decisions in a hurry. Or we have to make decisions now, 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 now. Most decisions in life are not that way. Therefore, don't allow anybody to pressure you into making decisions. Hallelujah. Because anything that puts pressure on you is not of God. No, it's not. He that believeth does not make haste. One of the fruit of the spirit is what? It's patience. So when you are being hurried up to make decisions, That's really very, very crucial and important decisions. Don't allow yourself to be pressured. Amen. Don't allow yourself to be what to be pressured. So when you want to make decisions like, for example, maybe who you want to marry or, you know, the school you want to go to, you know, or the school your children want to go to or where you want to, where you want to live. You know, things like that. Praise the law. How do we make decisions? When we have facts. Number one, let me say this. It's Proverbs chapter 3. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 3 to help us to, to explain what I'm about to say. Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Understanding is of the mind. Yeah. Understanding is light flooding your mind. Praise God. Where is the light? The light is in your spirit. When you do not walk according to that light, it is because you don't have understanding. That it means that the light in your spirit, your spirit man can have more light than it has. Why? Because it's born of God. That's where the Holy Ghost dwells. Your spirit and the spirit of God are one. So having understanding is having having light from your spirit is what brings understanding he said the the uh uh, uh, uh the the that the word of god should bring understanding to the simple hearted you see that so bring understanding to our minds when we are able to comprehend it what exactly this is now so he says don't lean on your own understanding. Now, it did not say that you should ignore your understanding. Praise the Lord. He didn't say you should ignore the facts. Praise the Lord. For example, my child, I want to put my child in a school. You should gather facts about the schools that you want to put your child in amen you should gather facts about you know, where is the school what's the name of the school what's the participants of the school you know what what their kind of what's their record like you know you go around and find out such information praise the lord what's their school fees like is this something i can afford you know <laughs> so you are usually at have a number of options have a number of options. Why? So that you can pray over them. You can pray over those options. As you pray in other tongues over those various options, you are exposing the various options, right, to your heart. And what will you be doing? You'll be checking the reaction of your heart as you pray about it as you talk about it as you think about it hallelujah so facts are important amen so don't just don't just box yourself up into one of your own I, have options. I want to go live somewhere praise the Lord you know I, I, we now you okay let me put this in. i remember when we wanted to look for where to live you know when we wanted to decide where to live we we decided that we we're gonna live on the island on the mainland so we had decided that we we're gonna live on the mainland uh, majorly because we knew that our ministry was going to be uh, yeah, was on the mainland and so it was just and then I took some time to pray about it Brother, where would you where would I want to have property all you know, that? Where would I really want to live? You know, so my wife and I, we talked and talked about it, you know, checking our hearts, and eventually we decided that we were going to live in the area in mainland. Now, we made that for several years ago. Praise the Lord. And when it was time for us to own the property, okay, just zero mm-hmm. in our minds, yeah, not even knowing that it was going to be very close to church, praise the Lord. Uh, we, we had and while we were searching while we were searching we would see one house we check our hearts and things like that we think about you know and uh, you know we were checking our hearts I remember when we now got to where we are presently you know we checked our hearts and for the two, of, the two of us for the very first time you know after searching several prophecies you know this just sat down with sat well with us. In our hearts, what did we do? We exposed our hearts to the various facts of the various properties that we had. Amen. So, it's so, uh, facts, facts are not anti-God. Glory to God. Now, it is where the facts speak against the word of God. That's where you, you go with God. But when it comes to leadings, okay, you need facts. They're important. And as you pray, you expose, because your heart, remember I said that the the inward witness is like a scanner. So you are exposing those facts to the scanner of your inward witness. Waiting and looking out for reactions within. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, and I, I think about three three weeks ago, I shared with us about the kind of reality. What am I saying? Get your facts. Have options. And then begin to pray, meditate, and seek the face of the Lord. And watch your heart. Praise the Lord. Don't just throw those facts away. Amen. Now, let's move a little further. How about prophecies? Personal prophecies and the inward witness. Amen. Personal prophecies and the inward witness. And I'll tie this up uh, to, to, to the issue of facts. Okay. That I just finish talking about uh, along the line as i as i as, as, as i explain this amen because the bible tells us in first timothy chapter 1 verse 18. let's look at it first timothy 1 18. paul speaking to uh, uh, timothy he tells timothy that this charge i commit to you son timothy according to the prophecies previously made concerning you so paul talked about prophecies previously made concerning Timothy, that he should wage a good warfare with them. So in other words, you know, and Paul also tells us in First Thessalonians chapter 5, he said we should not despise prophesying. It's one of the instructions. So now, when it comes to the leading of the Spirit of God and prophetic utterances, how do we handle it? How do we deal with it? Amen. So how do we handle prophecies? Remember Paul let's study uh, Acts of the Apostles chapter 16. Oh Lord. Thank you. Let me take you back. Acts chapter 16. Let me take you back. I missed out on something that I wanted us to look at. Praise. Acts chapter 16. Thank you, Spirit of God, for bringing it up. In Acts chapter 16, there's so much to learn from verse 6 to 10. That was where Paul and his his group had to make some decisions as regards where to go and minister. And there's a lot to learn from it. Look at it verse 6 says and when they had gone through Phrygia and the region of Galatia they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia after they had come to Mysia they tried to go into Bithynia but the Spirit did not permit them okay so they, 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 Of course, they had the word of God going to all the world. And they wanted to go somewhere. Okay? But after that, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit. And then they came up again. Of course, this could this have been a one minute or two or three minutes decision. It could have even taken days. You know, after they were forbidden, how they were forbidden, the Bible doesn't tell us specifically. But they were forbidden to go. And then, as they tried to get, get into Bithynia, the Spirit of God did not permit them. Now, look at verse 8. So, passing by Bithynia, and pleaded with him, saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. Now, after he had seen the vision, immediately, we sought to go to Macedonia concluding that the Lord had called us to preach the gospel to them. That word concluding is very important. It means that the, for you to conclude, remember, conclusion, to get to a conclusion, right, there must be facts that you must have considered a mix of information that that you must have put together and considered. So these guys they they had a mix of information. So they didn't just make up their mind because of just that vision alone. Let me show you what the word concluded in the that word used for concluded in uh, uh, uh in the Greek. Okay, let me show what it means. It says the, the King James Version: "Said assuredly gathering, assuredly gathering." It means to cause, to join together, to put things together. So we that they must have put up together various facts available to them, together with the vision and then came to a conclusion of what to do. So, child of God, right? Don't, of course, this decision was not taking any haste. Don't be, I am emphasizing this again. It's better to follow God than to be ahead of Him. Listen, don't live your life trying to prove any point to anybody. You did hear what I said. Don't live your life trying to prove a point to anyone. We are not here to prove a point to people. When you finish proving a point, you go to another one to prove. We are not living our lives for people. So we should not allow ourselves to be stampeded into making decisions. Hallelujah. We should weigh them in the light of the word, in the light of the inward witness. Glory to God. So back to prophecies. That's what I wanted to bring to us. We see that Paul, in Acts of the Apostles, chapter 9, when Jesus appeared to him, right, on the road to Damascus, okay, Jesus told had told him what he was going to do. Amen. Jesus had told him, He said, He said, Well, he said, Go, arise, go into the city, and shall be told you what you are going to be, what you're going to do. And then the Lord sent Ananias to him. And in Ananias's conversation, look at what Jesus told Ananias. He said, The Lord said unto him, Arise, go into the street which is called street and inquire in the house of Judas, for one called Saul of of Tarsus, for behold, he prayed, and has seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming and putting his hands right on him that he might receive his sight. Okay, he started arguing with the Lord and all that. In verse 15, I said, go your way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings. And the children of Israel, verse 16, for I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. Did you see that? So he said, I'm going to show you things that he's, he must suffer for my name's sake. So Jesus had already caught for Paul, right, the trajectory of his ministry. So Paul carried that. And he told Agrippa, he said, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. So he he, he carried data on his mind. That was, a, that was a prophetic word from the Lord regarding his ministry. Hallelujah. Now, well, look at, then in Acts chapter 13, you now see prophetic, the prophetic all, you know, Coming up again. The Bible says, as a minister, there were certain prophets and teachers starting with Barnabas and ending with Saul. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost spoke. Right? The Holy Ghost said, Separate unto me, Barnabas and Saul, well, for the work whereunto I have called them. So you see that in these guys, they were all ministering together to the Lord together, and they were they were in a fast and the spirit of god spoke there was a prophetic word that came hallelujah there was a prophetic word that came so there is a place of the of being led by by prophecy bible talks about uh, Timothy that you should not neglect the gift that was on him by the laying on of hands of the presbytery okay he should not you should not despise it so, yeah, so through prophetic utterances, we can receive direction. However, we don't just there are some people there. You know, there are some places where they have been trained to is just to be to always be seeking for prophetic utterances. Hallelujah, glory to God. Oh, to be led by prophets. Oh, I hear a name. The name is Paul. Paul. Paul and he lives in a place called yeah is anybody like that uh, you come out uh, the Lord said I should tell you don't travel in the next three days you're about to travel right uh, yeah. don't travel you Say, oh yeah okay, man of God I am not going to travel those are the spectacular things a lot of people are looking for I remember when you know <laughs> a, a, a a friend you know my friend a friend of mine visited us in church, you know, who are the prophetic and things like that. You know, <laughs> I said for those meetings, church was full. You know, it, it was just about three days or so. Church was full, but ah. so some people who didn't used to come early to church, they, come. And they came early for the meetings because they wanted to hear prophecy for themselves. <laughs> you know, I remember one particular sister, she doesn't come early to church, she never has to come early, but he said, Ah, I must be in front. Ah. He must call me, you know, things like that. <laughs> you know, and we just rely, so you see some people relying on the prophetic, you know, the spectacular for leaders. But how but do you know that prophetic utterances must be juxtaposed with the inward witness? Look at the example in Acts chapter 20. Praise the Lord. Acts chapter 21, right? in Acts chapter 21, the Bible tells us about uh, 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 Acts chapter 20. Let's check Acts chapter 20 first. About Paul. Acts chapter 20, look at verse 22. Acts chapter 20, verse 22. Okay? He said, And now behold, I go bound in the script. What does that mean? I thought you that. It means I'm compelled. The word bound there means that uh, to 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 to, to kind of cage someone put one in the chain and compel the person to go in a particular direction so paul was feeling that way that was that's that's a reaction of, of his spirit he's feeling bound he said i'm bound in the spirit so he was feeling compelled to go to jerusalem not knowing all the things that shall be for me that was in what witness so he didn't, he didn't know everything that will happen to him, but he felt compelled on the inside to go. Saying that the Holy Ghost witnessed it in every city, saying, Bonds and afflictions abide me. Did you didn't see that? He said, I mean, the Holy Ghost was bringing witnesses as he was going in every city. The Holy Spirit was using people to, to witness to that, to testify. To, to bear witness to what the compelling that was happening on the inside of him praise the lord now and and those those uh witnesses even brought it clearer he said at first i didn't know what will bear what will be for me but from the witnesses i've been getting from all cities amen what has been they've been telling me that bonds and affliction trouble is waiting for me there but look at i mean if someone says trouble is waiting for you there <laughs> naturally what will you want to decide ah trouble no that can be god you know that can be god you know ah, i should run away from trouble but look at verse 24 said but none of these things move me neither do I count my life down to myself, so that I might finish my course with joy the, and the ministry which I have received of the Lord to testify of the gospel of the grace of God, and now behold I know that you are that, that you all among whom I have gone preaching the kingdom of God will no longer see my face, Look at what said. he said. I know bonds and afflictions. I mean, they've been witnessing that bonds and afflictions are awaits me, but I don't. I don't care about those things. I don't count my life to be anything. Hallelujah! Why? So that I can finish the course and run the race and fulfill the ministry which I've received of the Lord Jesus. When did He receive it? Remember. God had told him, Christ had told him that, uh, oh, that he he was going to suffer for his sake. He said, I'm going to show him the things that he's going to suffer for my sake. He is going to preach to Gentiles and to kings. So for him, even though there was going to be trouble, right, he knew that was going to be part of his ministry. That was going to be a manifestation in his ministry. He had already been assured from the word of the law. Hallelujah! So, look at now. Now look at his, his reaction in chapter twenty-one. In chapter twenty-one, the in verse four, the Bible says he found disciples entire. Uh, 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 the land of entire found disciples, uh, and those ones said by the Spirit that Paul should not go to Jerusalem. What was happening? Those guys were actually, they actually had a witness that comes and affliction awaited him. And so they interpreted it to be, to mean, oh, God doesn't want you to go, so don't go. But Paul got this prophecy and judged Peter with the inward witness. The inward witness was compelling him to go. And uh, it was, so he exposed those facts to the inward witness. Hmm. The inward witness on the inside was not compelling him to stay. In fact, he told those guys, he said, you are not going to see my face any longer. I'm going. That is the witness I have. One thing I know. Hallelujah. So, and in uh, uh, verse, if you go down to uh, 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 to verse 10, to verse 10, Agabus, the prophet again, came. Hallelujah. Agabus said, well, he he prophesied, so shall this man who wants his schedule be bound. Right? And then the people started weeping. And then the Bible tells us in verse 14 that Paul said, "Ah, uh, 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 sorry, verse, uh, verse 13, Paul answered, why, what mean you to weep and to break my heart? For I am ready not to be bound only, but to die at Jerusalem. Did you see that? What was compelling him to speak that way? The inward witness. He judged the prophecy in the light of the inward witness and in the light of what Christ had told him at the beginning of his his ministry. Hallelujah. So we do not allow you see see the witness, right? I'm going to show you something now. You see the witnesses. Praise God, he had a prophetic utterance. Then he judged it with with the things that with the dealings of God towards him right on the beginning of his ministry life. Praise God. And uh, the compelling uh, that he had uh, in his in, as a witness, uh, in his spirit man, he was bound in the spirit, compelled in the spirit to go to Jerusalem. Hallelujah. If it was, if he was not sensitive, he would have been misled by the prophecy, by the interpretation of the prophecy, by those other guys who are trying to persuade him to go, that's what he says, and when he would not be persuaded, so they were trying to persuade him, but he knew what God had said earlier, and he knew what he was seeing in his heart. Amen. So the others allowed their emotions to get the better part of them. But blessed God, Paul stood his ground and the Bible said, when they saw that he could not be, he couldn't be persuaded, the Bible said, they just said, well, they seized and said, let the Lord be done. Friends, don't, we must be careful in our Christian world that we do not allow what people say, right, or the emotions of people to to be a judge in making decisions for us. Hallelujah. And even prophetic utterances uh, must be judged in the light of what is happening in our hearts. We must expose the facts of the prophetic utterances to our hearts. Praise the Lord. Amen. And let me say this as a caveat. If you take notes, the people that were giving these prophecies were named Ananias was there, Agabus was there. Certain certain prophets and teachers, their names were given. The children, the the daughters of Philip the evangelist, the Bible said they they did also prophesy. So we knew that it was not just any random person that was giving prophetic prophecy to this guy, to Paul. Don't just you know don't somebody that you don't know his pedigree. The person you don't know, you don't know anything about the person you don't know. <laughs> I remember <laughs> one day like that. My mom, my, my one of my school sons in secondary school. The mother was, you know, they attended a, a white garment church. So I went visiting them, visiting them one day during the holidays. So the, 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 the mother said, Oh, well, why don't we follow us somewhere? And that was how we walked from the soldier to Elasa. And we went to see their Alaba. So, and then when they came, they were conversing and all that. That was how the man started. So he said, young man, I see pharmacy, 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 pharmacy. <laughs> I see pharmacy, pharmacy, pharmacy. Oh, I see that, oh, that a lot of people like King's too. I see. Yeah, yeah, I see all kinds of things. Praise God. Of course, I didn't take it to heart. I knew better. Praise the Lord. I don't know this man. Praise God. And what he was saying was not witnessing to my heart. The first place, you know, he told me that I should go and do some facts that I was who are against me, who are in you know, all those things. Oh, I have to go under a bear I have to, you know, do all some of those. Those things come from special prayers and all that. <laughs> of course, I was born again at the time, and then, yeah, I just, I just, threw it, I just threw it away. Hallelujah! So, don't that that that's why you you don't just uh, someone will just stop you on the street and uh, uh, sister, 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 I have a word from the Lord for you. <laughs> Do you know the person? Yeah, the person is just 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 came out of a drinking, drinking, drinking joy. Or the person you don't know the spirit under which that person is people. Even if the person say and listen to when you such people when you just accept the first statement they they make, eh? Uh-huh, it they before you know it they start telling you all kinds of things that will try to make you to believe them. So you've got to be very careful. You don't just allow just anybody to prophesy over your head. And every pro- prophetic are or are meant are to be judged. Look at First Corinthians chapter fourteen. Praise God. 1 Corinthians chapter 14. 1 Corinthians chapter 14. let check verse 20, 27. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Verse 27. He said, if any man speak in tongue, in an unknown tongue, let it be by two of, by two or at the most three. And there, and there, and that by course. And let one interpret. If there's no interpreter, and all that, so let them keep silence. Verse 29, let the prophets speak two or three, and let the other judge. So we can judge prophecies. We can judge prophecies. For you may all prophesy, so, if any man, anything be revealed to another, he that seated, that seated let the first hold his peace, well, you know, and you may all prophesy one by one and all that, that you may all be comforted and all that. Prophets, prophecies should be judged. Hallelujah. Brother Higgins, this is something that if, if you say something and it, and it does not resonate with your heart and all that, so throw it to the tribe. Throw it away. Amen. You don't just say, oh, because it's this man kind of God. You've got, to look at, Agabus came and gave the word. Although Agabus did not say, don't go. He just said, this is what's going to happen. And then in the interpretation, some guys that allow their emotions to take the better part of them and said, oh, that means that God says but look at he, he judged it in the light of the word that the Lord has given to him for. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, there is a rule of thumb I want to introduce here. And that's let's see Matthew chapter 18. When it comes to the leading of the spirit of God, the inward witness and all that. Let, 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 let's see Matthew chapter 18. Jesus speaking here in Matthew chapter 18. It's a rule of thumb that we must, it, it's wise for us to, to to use, okay, to make use of. In verse 16, he said, "If but if he will not hear, there Jesus was talking about, okay, if your brother offends you, you know, go and beat him. If he doesn't agree, go with two or three people and all that. If he doesn't agree, then send it to the church and all that. Then he said, "But if he will not take, he if he not hear you, then take with it two or three more, that two or two more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. That in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established." That word established is the word is in the Greek. And this is what it means. It means when you put things together, you weigh things, right? In order to be able to accept one and, and, uh, and, and stand on one. So in order, you weigh the various things and then you now Decide on one and stand on it. How what that means. So he said that, he said, out of the mouth of two, right? Out of the mouth of two more, right? And he said, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. It's a rule of thumb. Praise God. So, even when you have prophetic utterances, you have with, you have uh the inward witness in operation don't be in a hurry hallelujah find a way to confirm it through other witnesses and one of the beautiful ways that the lord has laid for us he said he said he should he said he said in verse 14 if you shall neglect to hear them tell it to the church He said, Tell it to the church. So there's something about the church and direction. There's something about the gathering of the saints. There's something about the kind of company that you keep that will help enhance your direction. Give it, I mean, that, that will enhance. The interpretation of the of in the inward witness, praise God. That's why it's very important, child of God. Don't in the Bible said we should not neglect the assembling together of saints as a manner of some is. The gathering of saints is the gathering of spiritual people, and God speaks to us there. It may be through your pastor, someone. He just gives one example, and uh, you know that, and then. Uh, if something just clicks in your heart. That thing that, that's that you have been sensing. Praise God. It may just be even in the prayer meeting, or it may just be somebody, a brother, conversing with you. Hallelujah. Look at Acts chapter 13. Bible said, As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate unto me Barnabas and Saul for the work I have called them. It was in the midst of the gathering of saints. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it, it does not mean that you should be going around asking everybody, asking... No, no, no. They, they, these, are, these are reputable people. People that have I remember when I wanted to marry, before it, it, uh decided to marry my wife, you know, I... By the time I began to think about her, you know, in making up my mind, because I remember we were, we were living in that past in number seventy seven you know, Pastor, Ayo, my friend, our, our Pastor Ayo, did, you know, we all staying together then. Pastor Ayo was like, ah, this this lady, what do you think about her? You know, before then I had not even thought I had never thought about my wife, you know, in the in the direction for you know marriage. You know, so as a friend we just come visiting. So when she said that, I said, wait. I now began to expose the information to my heart, searching. The spirit of man is the kind of lost search, and praying about it. I didn't even have to even pray so much about it, you know. So I just felt the peace of God in my heart, because of the peace of God, was, you know, uh, uh let the peace of God act as an empire, right? Colossians chapter three, verse. Uh, Verse, verse 15. Praise God. Deciding with finality every decision that I want to make. Hallelujah. So so I, I did that. Now I didn't just say, Oh, yes, I have I have I have a witness in my heart. Praise God. I went to three people. I remember I went to I discussed it with three people for our pastor pastor. Ayo. I discussed it with I discussed, discussed it with Reverend Bande. I discussed it with Reverend Sam for those of you who don't also uh, remember Reverend Sam. Reverend Sam was her pastor when, when, during, when she was doing her pastor's degree you know and then I discussed it with another friend of mine who was, who, who was like a school father to her on, on campus at the time you know so I went I went and met every one of them and I told them Explain that this, this is what I'm sensing in my heart. And all that. what do you guys think, you know, and all that. And, and, because there was no GSM at that time, so I had to visit. I remember I went to a battle. I went to, uh, 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 to my friend was in Kirikiri. Then I, I then I spoke, I remember, they they about it. And, and they all were like, Yeah, they, 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 all, they all are good, cool with it. Amen. That was. A double or triple confirmation for me. That yeah. Now these people are spiritual people, not just anybody. Praise the Lord, because I these people I know are people that are reputable for, you know, uh, they have a track record of being led by the Spirit of God, and uh, you know they are accurate. Hallelujah. So. We should make use of such such, uh, 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 opportunities within the body. When you want to make business decisions, what are your options? Spend time to pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Gather the facts. Expose the facts. Now, if after the facts, your spirit is... "Mm." Amen. What does it mean? What you do it? Means you should step back a bit until you are able to clarify that uneasiness because all the facts can be right, all the facts can be good. Hallelujah! But let the peace of God act as the final of time, like what Brother Topper was sharing with us, you know, today. You know, that's, you know, you don't just, you don't just do everything. And, you know, if that business that you, that's uh, that, uh, you, your heart, you are not comfortable with it, but then, but it's very, looking very juicy. That business can put you in bondage, can put you in trouble. Hallelujah. Praise God. So if you need to, there's nothing wrong with you asking. See, let's start cultivating that habit. Brother, I want to make a decision along these lines. Please, could you pray along this? lines? Acts chapter, you are fulfilling Acts 13. Said, As a minister to the Lord, and fasted. The Holy Spirit spoke. Hallelujah. They got clarity. In Acts chapter 16, after gathering the facts, take note, it was not only Paul that made that decision. They all made that decision together. Look at it. Let's read that Acts 16. Acts 16 again they all made that decision they said after we had gathered all the facts you, you know they said after they had seen the Paul, uh, Paul what was one that saw the vision but it was not the vision they knew that was the that that was that was that they used to make that decision they said we endeavor to go into mass assuredly God they said we so these are all of them they put all their things together you know that word actually gathered I told you what does it mean it means to to cause to to join things together so all of them joined all their all the various impressions and all the various facts you know that they had you know on the feelings and all that that they had all of them gathered and discussed it hallelujah bible like 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 James said he said it seemed good to us and to the Holy Ghost it seemed good to us and to the Holy Ghost, it seemed good to us. and To the Holy Ghost, Hallelujah! So start look look for. If you don't have such people in the company, I mean, that's why the local local assembly is. You should have people in the local assembly in our church that you can you can that you can call on. Oh, brother, sister, please pray along with me. I'm trying to seek God's face concerning this matter. Whatever the Lord lays on your heart, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me know. Hallelujah. You might be excited and super excited about, you know, a particular finding or about a particular thing, and it may just be in a casual discussion. Praise the Lord. It may just be in a casual discussion. And that you are having with a brother or with your sister, and they just mention some things. And that thing. you just see light. You just see lights. The light just shines. Understand it just no no, no. I, I thank God for that discussion. <laughs> and the person that even had a discussion with you would not have may not have even known, you know, that he or she was used of God to help you to make that to make a decision. Praise the Lord. Let's make use of these things. Praise God. Hallelujah. And lastly, includes Let me let me uh, show. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 10. I quoted it. Right? Hebrews chapter 10. Verse 24. Verse 24. He said, and let us consider one another to provoke unto love and good works. Stay around people. Remember Numbers, num- Numbers chapter 10. You know, God told Moses to choose 70, 70 elders. They should come to him, to the tab with him, to the tabernacle. And the Lord came down. The pastor said, the Lord put his spirit upon them. You know, from Moses. took out, of, out, you know, the same spirit upon Moses. Now put it on all of them. And then they all began to prophesy. Look at Samson. Oh, that reminds me Samuel and Saul. Samuel and Saul. Samuel prophesied to Saul. Hey, Saul, you are going to, be the Lord said, you are going to, I chosen him to be the next king. And then Samuel now gave another witness said, okay, when you go, you are going to get to this particular place. You are going to beat some prophets. And then you are going to prophesy with them. In verse 10 of, in verse 10 of 1 Samuel chapter 10, the Bible tells us that when um, Saul came among the prophets, and he began to prophesy. And that was a confirmation of what God had told him. God always gives himself confirmations. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let's not be in a hurry about it. But in conclusion, uh, 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 let me read. You say in verse 25, it said, Do not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as a manner of some is, but exalting one another. So in the place of the gathering of the saints, that's, I really love what, what I was so blessed by Thomas' message this morning, you know. See my old, I don't want to go and listen to what I and worship. What are they (laughs) doing? No, they seek to be there from the beginning. You never know where God is going to speak to your heart. How it can be through, it can be while a worship song is coming on. You know, light just comes. Amen. Lights just comes. Praise God. Praise God. You give. You, 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 you never know. Let's not forsake the assembly together of of, of our brethren. Hallelujah. And finally, my brethren, <laughs> I know I've said it in conclusion a couple of times. Finally, my brethren, let me say this: that when it comes to the inward witness and the leading of the spirit of God, there is a place of time and time. There's nothing as terrible as doing the right thing at the wrong time. Amen. That's why we must be very careful about our motive. What is driving that decision? Is it that, is that what you, the step you want to take or the thing you want to do is that what is in vogue? If what is in vogue is what is your motivation, is your motivation no it's wrong hallelujah as many as are led by the spirit of god not what is it number two you don't allow fear to motivate you hallelujah you don't allow fear to motivate you number three you don't allow just comfort Comfort must not be your primary motivation. Look at Paul. If comfort was was if Paul was being motivated by comfort, he would have gone to Jerusalem when he knew that he was not going to come. He may not come back again. But he said, "I'm ready to die there." Don't let comfort be your primary motivation. Hallelujah. Because see, timing. Oh, I I said, brother. About said quite a number of things today. Talked about the process. There are some. certain look at Moses. Look at Moses. Moses had not gone through the process, and he came to his heart to go and see his brethren at the age of forty, because he had known that he was going to be the deliverer, and he did it his own way. He missed his time, and for forty years he had to, he had to, he had to, he had to suffer it and go through that process. Moses, that was. Acts of apostle apostles tell that he was a he was a powerful orator when he was in Egypt, raised as a prince of Egypt, but at the age of eight, he had he had become a stammerer. <laughs> Hallelujah, glory to God, Amen. So, don't 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 let's let's be careful so that we don't miss our time, but then don't be afraid of missing it. As same brethren who are afraid of missing it and even when it is clear that this is a step that the lord is asking them to take because of the fear of failure or some other fears they hold themselves back and they miss their time cease bible says there is time and there is a season for everything that he hallelujah sometimes when we miss the timing. I remember when Reverend asked me, I remember they asked me about ministry, you know, coming to join, I mean, to to take the, the pastorate of the church, you know, because I, I, I'd been praying, Lord, how do you want to go on ministry and all that? you know, I thought I was going to be an I was going to be itinerating and all that. After a while it became clearer. That's the thing about about the leaders of God, they get clearer over time. Acts chapter sixteen. First, they went to they go to Phrygia. The Holy Ghost forbade them. When they go to Bithynia. The Holy Ghost forbade them. And time, praise God, Paul had been called in Acts chapter nine, Amen. But time, he allowed time to within. You know, with time, he, he got to a place where he had to serve, right? And then with time, he got to a place where they were sent. He, he was running errands. Praise the Lord. These apostles were sending him on errands. Then until things became more clearer, Acts chapter 13. And then after the Holy Ghost spoke to them, they fasted, they came. Amen. And then uh, they now laid uh, hands on them and sent them forth. And they now went to where God wanted them to go to, to. Hallelujah. So don't so, to, to be in a hurry. Time and timing is very important also. Hallelujah. Brother Higgins is something it's better to be behind the Lord and see Him in front of you leading you than for you to be in front. You can take the right decisions at the wrong time. You can make the wrong moves, the right moves, even at the wrong time. And to just be as if, ah, ah, but I thought I had God. Don't be in the hole. Hallelujah. But then at the same time, don't when the when it is clear. Don't be afraid to take that step. Hallelujah! I trust this has blessed every one of us that have listened to me, and things are a bit more clear to us. Praise God. Father. We thank you. We are grateful for your word tonight. We thank you for the leading of the Holy Ghost. Thank you for the witness of the Spirit within us. We know what to do. We are led of Him. We don't make errors in life, but errors of judgment. Thank you, Father God, because we hit it right in every area of our lives. uh, In the work of our hands, in our businesses, in our careers, uh, Lord, even in our marriages, uh, in the name of Jesus, in ministry, we we, we hit it right uh, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, uh, for there's clarity in our hearts. uh, Our hearts are flooded with light. uh, Oh, information, uh, the right information, they are not hidden. From us. uh, Our minds, as we renew our minds with God's word, uh, our minds get flooded with light, uh, with ease from our spirit. uh, We give you praise, we give you glory. This year, Lord, that there will be great testimonies, Lord, uh, of the of the uh, of the leading of God by the inward. uh, Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.